Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. It's Remembrance Day weekend. Welcome aboard. Glad to have you along, whether you're with us on the day itself, Saturday, November the 11th, or with us on Sunday afternoon the 12th, or through a podcast sometime later. Glad to have you here. We have some special programming for you coming up. Those of you listening to us live on Saturday, we this weekend is myself, Alan Perry. And Francis McClinsky with Priority One Computer Service. Celebrating 30 years. 30 I- years, all thanks to Peter and Barb. I thought that was a typo. Well, it's definitely <laughs> older than I am. <laughs> wow, that's You're awesome. You're not 30? Oh, actually, I'm very close. I'm, I'm 29. Oh, my so. goodness. So you were born after the... Wow. That's, yeah. that, I had no idea of that one. That is really cool. Uh, Peter's going to send us a picture from the old days. We'll pop that into the show notes cool. as well. And... And I'm Brian Pavlicic, your Tech Talk producer. Staying up late, working on the new website version of the show notes yes. next week. Yeah, it's not quite. I mean, it'll be ready. We'll see. <laughs> when, the, when this set of notes is ready. But the site, yeah, we got a domain and we've got yeah. um, a lot of really stu- good stuff going. I've yeah. had a lot of great feedback. It's been really sweet to get the feedback emails from people. Mm-hmm. Um, just saying like, oh my God, this is so easy to read. I can access it on my phone. It's so easy to share links. Um, and you can stream, you know, the podcast right from yep. the page now while you're reading it. Anyway. So stay tuned. We will have that for you next week. Show notes continue to be at shownotes.ca. I know a few of you had a challenge with the OneDrive link, signing out and all that. So if you're still having difficulty accessing the show notes, send us an email or a text and we will help you with that. A couple interesting things. we got some really good deals for you. Also, a heads up. I'll do one heads up now. This is not a deal now. It will be in 10 days because, Francis, we're in the countdown to Black Friday. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I'm on the lookout for a TV. So if there's any good mm-hmm. deals for TVs, oh, let me know. That will be one of the biggest areas because they have inventory. <laughs> so they can't do deals unless you've got decent stock. They will have inventory. We'll have a separate page of show notes for that coming up for two weeks from now so you can start doing your shopping in advance. But uh, we were waiting to see if we were going to get new iPads when Apple did their dog and pony show just for, just after Halloween. They didn't. And so the stores have had no supply. But they've got some, and London Drugs, I'm told, will have the current 10th Gen 10.9-inch Apple iPad on sale for $50 off for Black Friday weekend starting on the 18th. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah, I I heard rumors that they're coming out uh, in 2024, new iPads, which are going to be really neat, especially the uh, largest iPad will be getting even bigger, apparently. Yes, Mark Gurman, who's uh, pretty accurate on his um, forecasts or predictions, if you will, has put out an article um, for Bloomberg basically saying that his understanding is that they're going to totally revamp the entire iPad lineup for 2024 using, Brian, using the new chips as well. Is this when we might finally see this speculated merge between macOS and iPadOS, something that makes the iPad closer to a desktop computer but might also you know bring the desktop closer to the ipad i can't see that happening yeah i don't think so the ipad os is such a thing and there's way more people that have iphones and ipads Mm -hmm. than have ipads and mac so Mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense ipad Mm -hmm. you know mac is mac has really taken a hit in sales waiting for the m3s that are now out so you'll see that rebound substantially but even here in canada which is an affluent market I believe Mac is still uh, single digits. I believe oh, yeah. they're, they're oh, yeah. 8 or 9% of the market. Mm. And they tried that with the Mac, uh, the iPad keyboard, the Magic Keyboard, and, and that was yeah. a bit of a flop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we it, both have those, and we kind of... Yep, 
I mean, if you're for typing, that's it. It's still never going to be a desktop computer and stuff. Sadly, stuff like the Office apps or the 365 apps just aren't the same. There's always something like, oh, wait, I can't do this on iPad. So that's what I'd like to see them get closer to is like yeah. mirroring yes. proper desktop apps. Yeah, Microsoft puts a lot of work into making the Microsoft 365 Word, Excel, PowerPoint apps work well on all devices, Android, Apple, Windows, etc. But you're right, there's always little slight differences. It's like yeah. going to a restaurant and there's a different chef on today and you order the same item you always do. It's just not quite the same. It's good. But, <laughs> you know, the, the, the food's on a different side of the plate, things like that. It's, you notice it really well with pizza. <laughs> yes. If they don't cook your pizza just the way it was before with the other chef, then oh, oh, <laughs> so yeah. sad. Um, if you want more on the, on the updated iPads for next spring, then that's item 17 in the show notes. The M3 iMac and MacBook Pro that we talked about uh, last week, Brian. They are now available here in Canada. Ooh. The, the, the stores have them. You can go in and go, ooh. The 24-inch <laughs> M3 iMac starts at $1699, while the base M3 MacBook Pro starts at $2099. Mm. The one really important thing I would say if, if you want to get one of those is please, please, please make sure you get the Apple Care Plus. Understand that part of the trade-off in order to make this so insanely fast is that everything is micro-soldered onto the motherboard. Spill water on the keyboard, you're replacing it if mm, it's a MacBook mm-hmm. Pro. And not just spilling water. SSDs, by their nature, solid-state drives, have a finite uh, a read and write cycle. So, so that mm-hmm. means is that eventually, inevitably, your MacBook or iMac or whatever you buy mm-hmm. will stop working in time. Yeah. Long, a long time. Yeah, Hopefully. How, but how long do you have Apple Care for, though? You're not going to pay Apple Care for eight, ten years to meet that. You end can of the... now. You don't have to buy the two year one. But you can actually pay them monthly, and then it's monthly until you decide you don't want to pay it anymore. Right, but if you're protecting yourself for ten years, that pays for your replacement MacBook. That's true. That's so true. I don't know what the. I always kind of want to do that calculation because I feel like you're just flushing money down the toilet with warranties. Yeah. I think the three years is a good idea because we'll, we see yeah. a lot of brand new solid state drives die within the first two years. Like it, it happens a There's lot. They, they get very hot compared to the traditional mechanical drive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They get very hot because they're pushing very, very high speeds. You yeah. know, we're seeing gigabytes per second yeah. uh, read and writes. So, um, and that's, I think that's very unfortunate with the new Macs, especially when we're trying to be more uh, careful about our, 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 you know, our footprint on mm-hmm. this earth, right? right? And we don't want to just throw stuff away. Yeah. Um, everything's soldered now. You can't just take out that little part and replace it with Precisely. a new one. Yeah. You know, and it's that's and the quality level of the M1 and the M2 Max has been phenomenal. They've had oh, very, yes. very, very uh, low failure rates. Mm-hmm. But I do know two people who are in yeah. that very, very low failure rate. Yeah. One had Apple Care Plus. Mm-hmm. One did not. And so. So, Basically, you know, they were, I think, a year and a half into an into an M1 oh, yeah. MacBook mm-hmm. and had to buy a new one. So I'll come back to your original point, yeah. which was the get the original package. Like, I see getting to three years. Because mm-hmm. I think if you're going to have a dud, it's going to happen in three years. But yeah. I wouldn't go past that. But so I mean, that's what's the distinction I was trying to make there. It's yeah. like I wouldn't go to eight or eight years or something. Mm-hmm. But at least if you go on the monthly that gives you the option at the end of three years... And everything's working wonderfully. Do you want to keep it, or do you want to then? Oh, you can't switch to monthly if you've been if you no. did the. No, you have to start on monthly. Oh, that's so str- that's such a because weird... otherwise, think what you would do, right? 
Mm. You're on the you're on the two year plan and everything, and then things are starting to be a little wonky, and you go, "I better switch onto the monthly." Apple goes, "We know what you're up to. You're about to drop yours." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, on the service funny. side, at priority one, right? Uh, but it's a little scary that a two thousand dollar item at the end of three years could just be a throwaway consumable item. You know, it stops working, yeah. throw it away. Yeah, yeah. you can't we'll really throw it, it away. You can sell it to stores that will cannibalize it for parts. Even the parts, so. though, like if you put a, a display on from another MacBook Air, it will, it won't let you do it unless you bypass their security checks. Yes. yes. So. Oh, speaking of security, <laughs> where in the world is .ci? I had to look oh, this one up. Oh, I don't know. A clue is in French. If that's your clue. Oh. Item number one in the show notes. I've had several people come to me this week, and I'm sure you get them at Priority One as well, Francis. Oh, we sure do. Phishing emails that appear to be coming from someone you know with a link. In this case, the wording was some pictures from our trip, and there's a link. It appears to be coming from someone you know. Um, and I put a screenshot in there, and it's coming from a gibberish address at uao.edu.ci. And I'm going... I don't know where that was. So Vicky and I looked it up. It's Cote d'Ivoire. So what we know is the Ivory Coast. Oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> so if you click on the link, you'll be taken to an identity-stealing Facebook login page. But even if you don't fall for that, and you go, okay, this is clearly not it, the gibberish in the link will alert the scammers that you clicked on the link. So they know they got the horse to water, even if they didn't get you to drink, and they will now bombard you with a myriad of other scam emails in the days and weeks after. Mm. The good news is... If you have the free Malwarebytes browser guard installed, you would be protected because even if you did click on the link in the email, you'd get, I put a picture of it in the show notes, a website blocked due to phishing, bestonlinerez.com, heuristics phishing, they blocked the page. Wow, I love Malwarebytes. What a blessing yeah. they are. Oh my yes. goodness. And that browser guard has saved so many of our clients. Now, one thing I forgot to put in the show notes, I just realized as I said that, because many of you have called us about this and texted, BrowserGuard is awesome, but if you're trying to watch YouTube videos, Brian, we talked about this last week on the show, YouTube is now enforcing no ad blockers. Oh, yes. So all you need to do, if you go to watch a YouTube video and you get that giant pop-up from YouTube saying can't do that with an ad blocker, just go up to the little M in your toolbar up at the top, the Batwing Dam, click on it and turn the switch off for ads and trackers and the video will immediately play. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Francis. Well, I was going to say, I, yeah, I was listening to your show uh, last week and something I wanted to ask is, um, I, I use Brave. Now, I know I don't think you like Brave too much, but That's Brave okay. is really good at, uh, by default, it blocks ads and it's still blocking YouTube yeah. ads for me. Oh. So I'm wondering if, is it YouTube detecting that it's an extension and then it'll tell you that pop-up? Because if there's no extension, right. how would they know? I'm not sure how they do that, but okay. they've said that we're going after the big fish first and coming weeks, so you will find that Brave uh -oh. will, get, <laughs> will get blocked just, in the coming weeks. It's, just, it's such a small percentage of the market. They've been focused mm. on, obviously, on Chrome, yes. on Edge, on Safari. Does Malwarebytes work on YouTube videos? I mean, I have YouTube Premium, so I would never know. But I, it, That's why I didn't know about it until I it, got these calls does. from people saying, because I have Premium, so therefore there's nothing to block. You guys pay for Premium? Yeah, I live, yeah. On, oh my live on YouTube. I, can you imagine we having have the to watch YouTube like we people We have the do family, now? so we share it with, um, when I say we, Suzanne and I. Okay. Uh, we share it with uh, our student and also with two friends. Right, okay. Yeah, because so you get yourself plus five, and if you divide yeah. that up, it's pennies. So, like, I had mom, dad, brother, you know, 
everybody um, wife. There you go. There <laughs> yeah. you go. And, Good. and it's like so for whatever five dollars or less a month. There yeah. you go. Your and friends don't have to put up with ads. And there's no restriction on where those people are. Okay, but I'm I'm drowning in subscriptions, and I do the I do sharing too. But like, mm-hmm. like it becomes a full time job. You know, you got to manage everybody. Hey, did everybody pay up this month? You know, oh, I just do <laughs> for it. Netflix, just, for Disney, for, for Amazon. Them. Yeah, no, yeah. that's uh, your benefit of being related to me. Yeah, we just we just do it for them, and our friends take us out for lunch. Okay, there you so, go. There yeah, you yeah go. I'm not going to imagine that. Speaking of that, though, we should mention just before we go to uh, to break there that Disney Plus is rapidly gaining ground on Netflix, the two companies that have enforced password sharing restrictions. Disney Plus has now got 150 million subscribers in two years. Mm-hmm. Netflix is 272 million, so that's Whoa. amazing. And that's so short of it. They just launched. That's yeah. that's quick. But you've, yeah. I mean, look at the platform they had. Like, they yeah. are I know. the original. But but still, it is good growth. They're doing well. I yeah, mean, they've got that. Anything with the Mandalorian, you know, this is the way. <laughs> there we are. Okay, on Remembrance Day, I suspect many of you will be listening to us later on because you'll be going to or are at ceremonies going on, which is good. We're wearing our poppies. So uh, if you are listening to us live on Saturday, you will have even less weight. I promise to be really diligent on not wasting your time. So star 1070 will connect you on a mobile phone in Canada. Uh, hello to our friends in the USA. Veterans Day for you. 250-386-1161 on any phone number. Text to 107010-107010. If you text, please include your first name somewhere in the beginning of the end of your message or question or help. And emails to techtalk, T-E-C-H-T-A-L-K, at cfax1070.com. When we come back, in addition to helping you there, we have some updates on going to Mexico. And also, good news, if you migrated from Shaw Mobile to Rogers before they started including free USA calling and roaming. 21 after the hour on Tech Talk for Remembrance Day weekend here so we have some good news for you. Often we tell you about problems and easels and things like that, but happy to report this little bit of, of good news here, which is item number 10 Then show notes. If you migrated from Shaw Mobile to Rogers in the weeks before Rogers started, including free USA calling and roaming, Rogers is now sending out texts. They come from 89000, if you care, so it's real, <laughs> advising that they have automatically added free USA calling and data roaming to all accounts which they inherited from Shaw Mobile. So, Brian, yeah, we win. Yes, great. It was so weird when they do it, something like that. Like, they punish you for migrating early. Yeah. Because what we'd put into the notes, if you were one of those people and you were going to the U.S., was to reach out to Shaw Customer Care. The stores couldn't help you and say, hey, it's on your website that I get this. I never did. Can you please give it to me? And we were getting like 50 50% of people were being told, yeah, okay. Oh and goodness. others were being told, no. And the reason is it's a, it's a lot of work for somebody in the customer care team to do this. They basically had to build a new account for you, cancel your old account, and transfer the information to the new account because the system, their internal systems, when they took over, couldn't handle it. Because that's not a plan they offer regularly. It's only for people coming from Shaw. Precisely. Which kind of sucks. Like, yeah. why don't you... I've had clients who are on Shaw and like, wait, yeah. I can't get this? And there was no way to add it into the current plan. 
So they had to basically create you as a new subscriber, migrate. So it was apparently it was like 20, 30 minutes worth of work per person. Mm. So a lot of the wow. employees were under pressure to get people helped, so they went no. So we said, if you get that, complain to the CCTS, the Canadian Commission for Complaints on Telecommunication Services. And apparently enough of you did. I know at least two people who got told no after hours on the phone and did file the complaint. So anyway... Uh, Rogers has decided just to do it, to give it to all former accounts. I put a screenshot of the text you should get if you're one of those people. And just in case you missed it in earlier ones, because I had two people inquiring this week, if you're still on Shaw Mobile because you're still paying off a phone which you bought from Shaw, Rogers has created the promise system to buy great you, Francis, and your tab. So if you still got $450 to pay off on your, on your phone, they will migrate it over to Rogers Mobile. Wow, what an incredible deal! Um, I know, I know a lot of my friends who are on the Freedom Mobile plan, and now they're they're spending so little, half what you'd be paying regularly, yeah. and getting phenomenal data rates, and on a premium cell phone service plan. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Now, the way it works is that when you go into the Rogers store, they will migrate you over to Rogers Mobile. Your tab won't transfer until the following month because somebody manually back at Shaka at Rogers Customer Care has to do exactly what we were talking about. <laughs> wow. They have to manually go in and create the financing for you. But it all works, so it's all good. The link is in the show notes, <laughs> item number 11 Wow, there. So, yes. Uh, Canada's emergency alert system will be tested this coming Tuesday at 1.55. You can put it into your calendar for 1.50. Don't be scared. My phone's going to make a loud noise if you know somebody who tends to go through the roof. Will that trigger only if you're on cellular? Like, if you tur- put it onto airplane mode, will you still get it? Probably not, right? Airplane mode, no. Unless you had wear airplane with Wi-Fi on? Yeah, airplane with Wi-Fi, you'll still get it. Right. Yes. But you do want to get this because this is the test of what you hopefully will not need in the real thing. I was just thinking if I was putting one of my little kids down for a nap yeah. and then it starts uh, going on. That's, why I was, that's yeah. literally why I was thinking of the two of you when I put this into your notes. So if, you're, if you think you're going to be in a situation where somebody's going to be sleeping or something, put literally put a note into your calendar for 1.50 p.m. Yes, my little kid's nap time is sacred. Yeah, so put, in, you know, put phones on in, in other room like that. And by the way, it'll be broadcast on radio and TV. And supposedly it would briefly flash up on highway reader boards and transit buses as well, because that's an automated system. Okay. Um, But after the test, you're encouraged to fill out a brief survey to help determine the reach. They want to find out, are we missing anybody? Because we're going to count on this in the event of. So they want to find out, did you not get it and why? So you can't take the survey now, but it's in the show notes, item 12. So if you do go through the ceiling, (laughs) Tuesday, 1.55 p.m. Pacific time, come back to the show notes later, and and it's item number 12, and it will be in there. While we're on the good news part, Rogers is offering low-income Canadians a $25 a month plan with three gigabytes of data. Wow. Yeah. And this is not a government plan. This is a Rogers has decided to do this. You Mm -hmm. have to be on a government income like gain for seniors. Oh, I see. Yeah. But they have to be able to see that you're on a government uh, low-income plan to prove that you're eligible. But otherwise, Rogers will just do this. $25 a month with three gigs of data. And, yep. Is there any catch? Like, is it low? Is the data super low speed or anything? No, 250 megs per second. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. really good. Yeah, uh, so it's LTE, it's LTE data. Um, the other thing is, 
They're also going to offer a no-cost basic Samsung Galaxy A14 or Motorola G 5G smartphone to eligible low-income Canadians. Okay. Now, those are basic phones. They no, usually, no iPhones in there, eh? <laughs> no. no. Okay. <laughs> These phones, um, the I checked. The A14 is three hundred and eighty-six bucks, and the Motorola G is three sixty-four. Now, mm-hmm. some of you may go, "Whoa, that's a lot of money." In the world of smartphones, that's not a lot of money. They're no. good phones. They're not great phones. They're not awesome phones. They're good phones, but if it's no cost, so if your budget is really tight, then I put the link into that. If you know somebody that doesn't have a smartphone. Because their budget doesn't allow it, if they are um, on low income, then again, item number 15 in, in the Tech Talk show notes. Pass, pass the link onto them and see what we can do there. Okay, texts here. Is Mexico included in that as well? Oh, okay. So I'll tell you about the Mexico one. Um, probably won't have time. I'll do that right after the news. But TELUS has joined Freedom Mobile, Rogers, and Bell in offering Mexico as well as Canada-U.S. If you're on the Rogers mobile plan, you came over from Shaw Mobile, no, you get Canada-U.S. only. You don't want to get the Mexico add-on because that breaks that five-year price protection at zero, ten, or twenty dollars. Oh, interesting. Yes. They get you with the add-ons. They and always wa- get you with the yeah, add-ons. Right. And wait, <laughs> but they're guaranteeing the rate for five years as long as you don't make any changes. So it's like the car is yours for free as long as you don't change the seats or the steering wheel or anything else <laughs> the moment you do. And uh, the Rogers price, so if you're on the 0 or the $10 a month plan from Shaw Mobile Inherited Rogers, if you want to go to Mexico, $105 a month. <laughs> Yeah, so don't go Not there. Not worth it. <laughs> but, but I'm happy to report that we have some better options for you. <laughs> Item 14 in the show notes when we come back after a break. We've got a bunch of texts here as well. Again, Steen, you're up first on uh, the phone line when we continue for Remembrance Day. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. It's our Remembrance Day long weekend edition, Veterans Day for those of in the U.S. Glad to have you along, whether you're listening to us live on Saturday on Remembrance Day itself. I suspect many of you will be listening to us on Sunday uh, after Remembrance Day ceremonies or to the podcast. That's cool. If you're just tuning in, Francis Beklinski has made the trip down across the Malahat in the monsoon. It was worth every kilometer, Alan. <laughs> thank you. Well, I was going to say monsoon, but I just looked outside, and as we're live on Saturday, thank goodness, just in time for the ceremonies, yeah. the skies have cleared. Mm. Wow. Yeah, good, it was pouring on the Malahat, but it's clear here. Yeah. So glad, glad to have you here, and Brian Pavlicic, our technical producer, and more. Steen's waiting on the phone lines. Hi, Steen. Oh. Hi there. Got you loud and clear. Steen, are you with us? Yep, yep. What can we help you with? Okay. um, Of course, the problem has just resolved itself. Okay, I'm talking about... We have that power. You just have to call us and not say a word and things fix. Trying to show us what's wrong and it just won't happen. (laughs) I'm trying. Just kidding. (laughs) That's simple. Um, Okay, I've been uh, on Windows 11. I've been experimenting with the new Outlook mail as opposed Mm. to Windows mail, which I prefer. Yeah. For next weekend, I promise I will have a cheat sheet in the show notes on the new website version as well on a few ways to make it, to customize it, to make it look more the way most of us are not only used to, Francis, but also the way we would like it to. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So bear with me. For a long time, I was not. I, I could. I could uh, scroll back and forth between New Outlook and Windows Mail. And for the not last, anymore. Nope. 
Well, Windows. actually, it's not true. When I logged on today, I the, the little toggle button's there. And I'm oh, the toggle is there. Yes, okay. But you have to literally, in effect, park one and do the other. Be careful, right. because you can lose stuff if you do that a bunch of times. Okay. Be careful. It gets confused, for sure. And also, I had a specific one. Uh, <clears throat> when you're putting Windows to, uh, mail together with the old system, when you go, go to uh, you reply to an email, you, you could hit the uh, the people... Uh, symbol in the upper bar, and then your address list would pop down on the left-hand side, and you just scroll down and pick out the ones you want to go. You can't do that in the new one. Uh, I'm just wondering if there's some way that you... Is, is it, will that come in as part of what's your recommendation for setting it up the way we like it? No, they do not want you picking all your contacts and sending bad jokes to 87 people. I don't mean you, but I mean in general. That's the reason why they took away the address book. You just type the first three letters of the people you want. So, what? yes, you do uh, need yeah. to remember who your friends are. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, okay. Thanks. Yeah, no, that one is definitely, we lobbied for it, but lost out on on, on that one I there. Mean, but it, it's, like, it syncs your contacts and everything. Oh, they're all there. So if I type BRI, it says, did you mean Brian Pavlicic? If I type FRI, it says, did you mean Francis, et cetera. Yeah, that all there. But yeah. you can't open up the list and go check, 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 send. Oh, no, you, you can open up the list and check one, though. You can't open up the really? list. Oh, you, sorry. You can go to contacts and yeah. open up the list and check one. Yeah, yeah. But you can't, then you'd have you can't to... can't check multiple. No, because okay. that's what people were doing. And people said, why am I getting, you know, 18 bad jokes a day from my grandpa? And no, I, I can, I, and I, I can you know, see I, he I, said... I, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah. As long as you remember the first two or Yeah, three if you want to send me a text, Steen, um, you can be my guinea pig. Um, and I'll remotely connect to your computer with your permission. And I'll show you the tweaks and you tell me what you like and don't like. And then I'll put those into a list of how everyone else can do that. Okay. So send me a text and we'll do that later this weekend. Okay, now just a yeah. Any particular kind of text? Now I'm I'm on a Samsung flip phone, so oh right, okay. It's a long okay. I'm doing uh-huh. the old-fashioned. I'm going to call Steen. I'm writing myself a, a note to call <laughs> you, and we will do it the the old-fashioned way. Uh, Outlook Mail app. Okay, I've left myself a note with a big asterisk on it. I'll get in touch with you later this weekend, and we'll sort that out. Okay, and, and which number did you have? Um, your home number. Home. I'll call you at the home number if that's okay. Well, oh, that's fine. Yeah, that's yeah. great. All righty. Thanks, Dean. Thanks, you can Here. be my guinea pig. Yeah, lots of guinea pig stuff coming up there. Okay, so uh, this is the good news. Uh, two bits. We're lots of good news, Francis, for a change. I don't know we're telling people of the dark sky stuff, but this is a good one here. TELUS has joined Freedom Mobile, Rogers, and Bell in offering a plan that includes Mexico calling and data roaming along with USA calling and data roaming. Hmm. That's the good news. Now, please be sitting down. The TELUS plan is $105 a month and includes a whoppingly ridiculous 150 gigabytes of 5G data per month. Wow, that's a lot of data. Yeah, I mean, that, to do the math, there's only, some months have 30, but we'll go with 31, but we'll go with 30. So if you've got 150 gigs per month... Five That's five a gigs a day. You're going to have to watch like six movies every day. <laughs> Your boss might not like that. Yeah, that's, but that's a lot of money for a plan, yeah. though. Now, new customers can get that for $95 a month for 24 months. I checked. Rogers also charges $105 a month. Bell charges $100 a month, but is currently offering a $10 a month discount for 24 months. But if you do want Canada, the U.S., and Mexico, Freedom Mobile has the best deal. $55 a month, Canada, USA, Mexico, 60 gigabytes of 5G data. Hmm. 
Why oh, would you be that paid? Got even better. To, it went up to sixty now. Yes, they put it up to sixty. And is yeah. it fifty-five with a five-dollar credit for auto payments? So sixty with a five-dollar credit. 60 so now. fifty-five. Okay, so it's a bit more than we were paying. We, you and I, got in at fifty for forty. But days. we're Canada, U.S. This is Canada, U.S. Mexico. Yes. They still have the Canada, U.S. one, which is forty. Okay. Now, speaking of which, for Black Friday. Freedom Mobile has decided to, that they're going to stake out some territory here, so they fired off the first salvo in the price wars. Yay. Excellent initial Black Friday prices. Apple iPhone 15 for $20 a month for two years. iPhone 14, $10 a month. iPhone 13, $5 a month. iPhone 12, zero. All of these are on $45 a month service plans with 30 gigs of 5G data. That's incredible because I tell us, I just got an email from TELUS and they are doing the iPhone 14 for $15 a month. So they're undercutting TELUS. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah. So well done. And at the end of two years, this is on a, this is on a bring it back plan. So at the end of two years, you would either return the phone or pay a buyout of between 273 and $409 and keep the phone. It makes every bit of sense, unless you've damaged the phone, it makes every bit of sense to keep the phone, pay that money at the end of two years, because you could instantly sell it for almost double that based on current prices. So I guess if you crack the back of your iPhone 14, the glass part, uh, that's not eligible to return it. No, no, it has to be in good working working order. So if you look at those prices, <laughs> iPhone 15 for $20 a month, the iPhone 14 for $10 a month, so that's a $240 difference. Mm. So I would say the 14 would be my suggestion. And well, notice this is not the pro models. This is the regular yeah. awesome model. Yeah. Well, it all depends. I mean, if you're coming from a flip phone, you oh, know, yeah. the iPhone 12 is well, plenty pro- great. Yeah, well, except 12. We're already on the 15, so you're I only know, going to get another three years. fast for your texting and your No, email, but in three but years, you're going to have to do something else. Well, Because it's yeah, not going to be supported. Free. But zero dollars. And you have to yeah. bring it back in two years anyway for the bu- bring it back. Yeah, if you're planning That's on true. doing it that way, go for the zero. Yeah. And yeah. Then you're, yeah. Especially if you're planning to go th- to the U.S., this is the $45 a month Canada plan. Mm-hmm. If you want, you can pay $5 more and go to the Canada-U.S. plan or pay $15 more and go to the Canada-U.S.-Mexico plan, in which case you get the additional data as well. It's just really nice to see. I did the math. I little scratch paper. These deals will save you between 650 and $800 over two years, depending on the phone. Hmm. That's really awesome. So we'll see what TELUS, Bell, Rogers they do in response. They can't touch it. I and these are them. not Black Friday deals that you have to wait until the 24th, 25th. You can go down and get them now, which is what I would encourage you to do, because then you will get the phone. Otherwise, they're mm-hmm. going to have to take a special order. Well, not special order. have to take an order and call you in two weeks when the phone comes in. I think we were talking about this last night. Maybe you said this while I was on the phone there. Yeah. But I think the 14 is really the sweet spot there. Yes. You get a year-old phone, you, mm-hmm. but for $10 a month, so 240 bucks at the end of this two-year yeah. period. For and then you'd pay another 300 phone. You pay another 300 at the end of two years. So 540 for a 999 phone. That's how much it is to buy it out, even though you're getting this crazy discount? Yeah. That's still... That's unreal, because then you can just yeah. go and sell it. I know. You Even on the iPhone 15, the buy-it-out price is only 409 on the iPhone 15. So they really want to steal people from yeah. Telus, Bell, and Rogers. So yeah. good on them. This is what we were hoping Amen for. for competition. And again, I should say, because <laughs> yeah, people yeah. say, you know, what, did they give you a kickback? No. Well, I don't, we just love selling 
people's uh, good stuff so that you we get love the best good deals. deals. That's yeah. what we love. <laughs> and, and many of these deals come from you. So if you find one of these, this one I found because I was in there seeing seeing Darren and helping the lady who tried to move over from City Phone. Surely we're one step away from it all, it all working. That one's been dragging my hair out there. Uh, mm-hmm. One other one that I'll mention that is an early Black Friday deal before we take a break. And then Carrie and Bill, you're up next on the phones. Epson EcoTank wired wireless printer copier scanner, which comes with bottles of ink that will literally last you two years. It's only 20 bucks off, but 20 bucks is 20 bucks. $330 at Best Buy stores and online till November 14th. We love those printers. Yeah. We love, ever since you got me onto those uh, a while back, uh, my clients have been loving them. I've been loving them. Mary prints all our homeschooling stuff off on them. They're awesome. Yeah, and they're just, they're just a joy to use. Mm-hmm. And one of the small features that I set up for somebody who's going to be um, out of her house doing some home sitting, um, you can give the printer its own email address. And mm. then you just forward, it's like forwarding something to Francis, except you forward it to your printer, and it sends you an email saying, I got a print job. And then it says, I printed eight pages. Is that hard to set up? No. Dirt simple. It's really easy. Do you have to use your email's uh, login information to set that up? No, you just create an account with Epson Connect, oh, and cool. then you tap on your printer and say, and it gives it a gibberish email address, hmm. which, yeah, you could put it in your contacts. I just get people to change it to something more simple. And then, yeah, you just forward it That's anywhere you great. are in the world. So, like, old- yeah, well, I was going to say, older printers, you need to set up, like, SMTP no, settings. No, this is all everything. just right there. It runs through the Wi-Fi. And so, for example, Very if nice. Suzanne is out with friends and somebody has a recipe, rather than saying, oh, she just forwards it to the printer, and I'll be sitting there and go, ah, printer wakes up and it prints. <laughs> and then I go, okay, it's not the cat. Uh, and it does that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, who is texting me right here? Hi, Alan. I'm listening to the show right now. And I didn't hear you said had the Black Friday deal for $10 a month on iPhone. That, Deborah, that is Freedom Mobile. You can go to any of their stores. Um, I recommend the store at Mayfair because the staff are just awesome there. Not that they're not. I just haven't been to the other stores. That's Freedom Mobile. That is linked in the show notes uh, if you want the specifics there, shownotes.ca. Okay, quick break. Carrie and Bill, you're up next. Quarter to the hour on Tech Talk. Some special programming coming up for Remembrance Day for those of you listening live on Saturday. Right now, oh, by the way, if you go to the show notes now, if you go down to the bottom, just above our sign of the week, I put in a couple pictures that uh, your boss, bosses, Barb and Peter, have sent us. A much younger Barb Young at the original Priority One store 30 years ago. 30 years ago, but she wow. still looks the same. <laughs> <laughs> and also a picture of um, the Priority One booth at a tech show at Perks Arena three decades ago. 30 wow. years in 30 technology years. is an amazingly long time. Thanks, it's, Peter and Barb. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you, Peter and Barb. Um, unbelievable amount of time, and it's, it's interesting just to think about all the people we've served and all the people we've touched. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And here's one more right now. Hi, Carrie. Welcome to Tech Talk on CFAX. Hi. You've uh, got me on? Yes. yes, we do. How can we help? It's Terry, actually. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. That's my bad. Okay, I said, <laughs> okay, how can you help? Well, you know, um, as you had suggested last year before, before Rogers took over Shaw, that we should really get an, another email account. Yes. Of course, I went with Outlook. So I have them both on my computer, Outlook and my old Shaw one, and I get emails in both. But in the last few months... When I try to respond, and I'm working at my computer doing multitasking, yes, and something comes in and it's time sensitive, and I quickly reply in my Shaw email, and then I go, "Oh wait, 
and I go and I look in my outbox, and it's sitting there. It will not send out of my outbox in Shaw. So sometimes, well, most of the time what I have to do is copy, paste it into an Outlook email and respond that way. So we want to really, with respect, get you to stop using that Shaw one. Make sure that everybody's got your new Outlook address and get that account out of there. We're having this a lot with people. Oh, are you? Yeah. You know, in years past, if you had a problem and you phoned Shaw, they would actually walk you through it or take over control and go Mm, in. Not anymore. Settings, but Rogers, I called them and did my long wait on the phone, and they will not no. help. No, we're, a decision on when to pull the plug on that service uh, is coming, we understand, early in the new year. Once their contract with Zimbra Collaboration Software is up, they're busy doing all the account stuff right now. Wow. But yeah, it, it is not actually uh, being processed through Rogers. It's being processed through Zimbra Collaboration Software out of a company in Texas. And yeah, they're not getting any or virtual help. So if you want, stay on the line. I'll grab your number and I'll be glad to remotely connect and sort that out. But for any, anybody else, please, 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 you've, in fact, you, you want we'll save the story for our second hour. Francis has a story about somebody. There's another reason here. It's a huge source of frustration for us behind the scenes helping people when this is all avoidable. And it's just because I know I printed. I went online. I printed off a thing of my ink, you know servers, and I, I tried yeah. to paint. It's like I give up, and they won't yeah. help. No, and it's not that it's not that they are being jerks about it. It's just that it's really complex and it's not really done by them. So they have to contact somebody, and uh, so yeah, it's it's really on its way out. So if you're one of those people that's still out there using it, you can see from what Carrie's saying, what others are saying. Mm-hmm. Please get somebody. Doesn't have to be us. Get a hold of Francis, Richard, at Priority One, whomever. Mm-hmm. Get somebody to help you get off it now while you still have control. I'm helping a lady named Marietta. Similar situation. Uh, retired UVic professor. And when I first started helping her, she goes, I get to keep my uvic.ca email address for the rest of my life. And I said, well, that forever is a very long time. And at some yeah. point, they're going to pull the plug. She said, no, I've got an email. They've assured me they won't. Really? They now have. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, they, they they tried to make it work. They're switching to Microsoft 365, so December the 8th. And in the meantime, if you're trying to access it remotely, you need two-factor authentication, and that's not available to mm. non-UVIC employees because you're not, you're retired. Right. Right. So we're going to try and get UVIC tech support. They're being nice. They're going to try and put a forwarding on, but now she's got to race and give everybody the new address. Right. So anybody else who's retired from uvic.ca, you should have received an email saying, nope, your forever email ends December the 8th, I think it is. So I know it's tough. Change is really hard, but yes, reach out. We'll help you make this really easy. Do a lot of hand-holding on this. And there's a lot of good yeah. techniques to make it easier. Yeah. Right? And it doesn't have to be this cold turkey, like, oh, everything stops to a grind, and then you just figure it out. No, there's a lot of great techniques and strategies to make it easier. Yeah. Back with more after this. As we roll on for Remembrance Day on CPAX, right back to the phone lines and Bill. Hi, Bill. Thanks for waiting. Hello there. Well, no problem. How can we uh, help? Uh, well, I just, well, you can't help. I'm just going <laughs> to mention that... Uh, when Rogers took over Shaw, I was on the uh, international plan the U.S., uh, Canada, and uh, Mexico. Yes. And uh, 
they switched me over at, this, at the same with the same conditions and rates that I was paying uh, Shaw when uh, when they took over. Great, and that and uh, that plan still exists. But anybody that was on was on Shaw before and they didn't convert, then they that plan was no longer available to them after the after the after a certain time, certain date. Yeah, so you can reach out to Rogers Customer Care and they will now give you back that plan as long as you can show them some proof. Ironically, they can't see the Shaw billing system, but if you've got a bill from some previous time electronically or printed showing that you were on the Canada-US-Mexico plan with Shaw and you didn't get it when they moved, they will give it back to you. That's part of what they're doing here now. So anyway, it's a hell of a good plan, yeah. Uh, too bad I can't go to Mexico to use it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can at least dream. <laughs> well, I can call them. I can call anywhere in North America now. Yep. And, yep. and Mexico. And it, includes, and it includes Hawaii. There you go. And Alaska. There you yeah. go. Thanks, Bill. Take care. You're welcome. Thank you, sir. Okay, bye-bye. Um, embarrassed by criticism of all the bugs in its current operating software, this should make you two do a happy dance, mm-hmm. Apple has temporarily paused development of new operating systems for at least the next week, longer if necessary. Instead yeah. of working on new features, all of Apple's software engineers are going to be working to fix issues and improve the performance of what's already been approved. Uh, Craig Federighi apparently just really got frustrated with the number of news stories and people like us talking about bugs. They were they nailed it last year. They were so good. Like iOS 16 came out without a hitch. Like, no, there were there were bugs. We said don't six, don't 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 wait till 16. Point, point was one. it 16? Yeah, it was fast. It was, like it was, it was within four days. Yeah, okay, it was quick, okay. but it was there. Speaking of which, if you have an iPhone or iPad made within the past six years, Apple has released an update, iOS, iPadOS 17.1.1, which fixes more bugs. It's actually medium-sized, even though it's just bug fixes, Francis. 350 megs. That's medium size. Well, <laughs> That's well, huge. <laughs> well, no, huge was um, the previous one. 17.1 was 1.8 gigs. I saw that. Yeah, one point like uh, unbelievable amount of uh, yeah. of data there. Like that's yeah, that's a lot. So it is going to take about ten minutes to download and install. <laughs> Settings, general software update to get it. If you're asked, choose do not use cellular data to download because mm-hmm. it's 350 megs. If you only got one gig per month, then there goes a third of it. So Unless you're on Telus's hundred over 100 gig plan, then don't worry about it. <laughs> In which case, yes, can you buy his lunch? That's what I do. I, I easily, this is where how much that is. We have 40 gigs, and I constantly download these things, and I never even get close. Yeah. Anyway. As always, your device will need to have at least 50% battery or be charging to install this. To go with this, if you have a HomePod, Apple has released HomePod OS 17.1.1, Carol, if you're listening, to fix a bug that caused Siri to be slow to respond to voice commands and questions. Carol, you can do yours, do yours when you get back from Florida. Will this even work on the first HomePod, the, the first gen? Mm-hmm. Perfect, because oh, wow. that's and, what I have. And if you have an Apple Watch, Watch OS 10.1.1 has been released to fix a different bug that was causing excessive battery drain. There we go. Perfect. So to update the latest version of Watch OS 10, open the Watch app on your iPhone, go to the My Watch tab, choose General, and Software Update. There you go. Okay. Taking a break early for our first hour for special programming for Remembrance Day on Saturday. Back with much more. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry 
on CFAX 1070. Hour number two on Remembrance Day 2023 or Remembrance Day Long Weekend or Veterans Day Weekend if you're listening to us in the U.S. We are live on Saturday morning. Sunday afternoon is a rebroadcast and then Brian's working feverishly away on a podcast as well as keeping us on the straight and narrow. <laughs> Lots going on here today. We, if you're just tuning in, Francis Baklinski has come down from Priority One Computers. Well, he works at home for Priority One up in Cobble Hill. The store is in its new location. Well, not new anymore. I guess it's been six months. It's been quite a while. Yeah, yeah. it feels like home already. Yes, there. <laughs> They're at uh, 3960 Quadra near Mackenzie across from White Spot. I added during the, 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 our special moment and news break there, I added in one more picture uh, that Peter and Barb sent uh, outside the original Priority One store on Oak Street behind the McDonald's. Well, a lot of French fries were consumed. <laughs> Cause, cause by, the, by us. <laughs> the, the wind would blow in that direction. So, by all means, shownotes.ca, down at the bottom, there's some memories there. There's a picture from Barb, 2004. Wow. That is, that's a long time ago. That's t- uh, t- 23? Okay, so that's, do my, do my math. Oh, that's, wow. Oh, speaking of math, um, the emergency test is next Wednesday. Okay. Not Tuesday. Me bad. So sorry. Set your set your note if you want to um, if you want to be notified of that, so it doesn't scare the heck out of you. One fifty-five p.m. next Wednesday, the fifteenth. Thank you to everybody that hastily texted and, and emailed me <laughs> to point out my oops. Sorry. That's what happens when you do show notes late at night. On this Remembrance Day, we were talking about uh, we're going to do something special at the end of the show. Um, by the way, but something from your past. Right, yeah. So this would be my, my grandfather on my dad's side. Uh, I call him, I would have called him Jaja. That's how you say grandfather in Polish. Uh, but uh, he has this great story where he fled Poland or possibly was deported to Russia at the beginning of World War II and eventually made his way to England, probably by joining Andrew's army, which was evacuated from Russia in March of 1942 mm-hmm. uh, and made its way through Iran to British-ruled Palestine, where it c- came under British command he made his way to England where he put his tool and die maker skill to work in the aircraft industry building hurricane fighters. Wow. Yeah, and he was a pilot and uh, had a license and he would occasionally uh, jockeyed the planes from factory to, uh, to airfield. So uh, there's my, my, little, my little connection to, to the Great War and to these uh, heroes who really fought for freedom. Wow. Yeah, yeah if you're out and about, it uh, doesn't matter whether you're listening to a Saturday or Sunday or whatever, if you see somebody, particularly in uniform, especially a veteran, just take the time to say thank you for your service. Yes. It means everything. I remember years ago, down coming back from the uh, ceremony down at the Cenotaph, and we're walking by the intersection up at uh, Humboldt and Douglas, and there was a, a young, I'll, I'll say it, scruffy-looking young guy in a skateboard, punk outfit and the whole bit, um, and there was, a, there was a fellow waiting, heading home with his wife. And this young guy said, he said, excuse me. And you saw the look in his face. And he said, thank you for your service. And he walked off. This, this was maybe, I don't know, 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the vet just stood there and started crying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I thought, wow. So, yeah, you can have a huge difference by doing that. Okay, back to Techland here. A um, couple other things to mention uh, about the the bad stuff out there. Uh, Charles Martin sent these item five in the show notes. Scam text claiming to that one of your accounts has been placed on hold because of a problem. I know we talk about these a lot, but I keep 
getting people calling me asking, is this real? So it's worth reinforcing, Francis. I put in the screenshot that Charles sent me. Netflix, account on hold. Please confirm your details to avoid cancellation. And they just want you to click on the link to confirmprofile.info. Right, 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 right. And then as soon as you click on the link... This one is smart. It says, to progress, click the button below. And there's a big circle and a check mark, and you click continue. And it takes you to Netflix sign-in at confirmprofile.info. That's not Netflix. Give them credit for coming up with a creative yes. web domain. And, and good graphics and good spelling. And I think it's getting harder and harder now that we have GPT or AI. You yes. know, scammers, they don't have to know perfect English. They don't have to be fluent. They can just come up with yeah. this brilliant stuff. And these weasels are particularly astute. I didn't even initially realize it because they want you to sign into your Netflix account so they can then steal your account and sell it for money. But they also have a login with Facebook down at the bottom. And if you click that, that takes you to a fake Facebook <laughs> login site where then they can get into your Facebook account and then start scamming all your friends. Yeah. Never click on links or texts in emails like this. Now, if you were concerned that there might be a problem with your Netflix account because you got friends coming over tonight to watch a movie that you arranged and you want to be embarrassed, okay, you could just open up Netflix on any device and see that it's working. Or you could go to Netflix.com and sign into your account and see that it's working. Anytime. I cannot shout this one. I put like the Hollywood sign on top of the CFAX building. Anytime you get a text or an email from a company telling you there's a problem with your account, it's a scam. Mm-hmm. Because there, if there was a problem with your account, you'd find out when you went to use it. It's like you're not going to get an email saying the water's off. You're just going to turn on the tap and there's going to be no water. And then you will figure it out. Yep. Now, that's not fair because BC Hydro does send emails letting you know about a planned outage in your area. Okay, that was a, that was a yeah. bad. But, but you, you get the point. But it's always good just if you get, if they're asking you to click on a link to contact support, you know, and if you're worried about something, don't go through the email, go directly to the source. Yes. Right? Go to, the, go to their website, call the number or contact them through their chat. Yep. Um, because it is the 30th anniversary of Priority One serving Victoria, they're offering a refurbished Lenovo Think Center M9... I put 9120. It's 9130, isn't it? Uh, I think it's a 910. There's an M910S, and these are our premium refurbished PCs. So we offer, um, well, we just include a one-year warranty on yep. all of our refurbished systems. Yep. Uh, we have laptops, we do custom builds, but uh, yeah, we're, we're actually discounting from 349 to 199 6th uh, gen Intel uh, Think Centers uh, with Windows 10. And again, they have Eight one gigs year of RAM and a new 500 gig NV. We should talk about what an NVMe SSD is because, Brian, we've talked about SSDs a lot, solid state drives. Yeah. How do you own oh, no, let you? How do you describe an NVMe that somebody's never seen one? Oh, sure, sure. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if this is the perfect definition, but uh, we had SATA solid state drives for the longest time, and SATA is the same interface we had for a long time for mechanical drives, right? Yes. And we still use it today. NVMe came around to help. Uh, help SSDs get faster and more efficient um, and help them perform just better on on your operating system. It plugs directly into the yes. motherboard, so it bypasses one link of getting the data between the processor and the SSD. The PCIe ports that it uses are closer than going through the, the SATA ports that we used yeah, to use. Yeah, closer and faster. It's just a different... I mean, yeah. it's a cable yeah. type, and it's a difference for it, it looks like the motherboard. It yeah. mostly looks like, if you've ever seen the RAM 
that goes into mm. your. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks like that. You could confuse it if you were not knowing yeah. what you were doing. But yeah, that is what enables us to go from 500 megabytes per second on our SATA interface to with NVMe Express. You get to our NVMe. You get uh, well. What are we up to now? Six, Six. eight. Gigabytes. gigabytes per yeah. second. So 16 <laughs> times faster, yeah. And they're not expensive. So that's why Priority One can afford to bundle these into these refurb computers. So these computers are normally 349 They're going to be 199 for the 30th anniversary when they reopen, not on Monday, but on Tuesday. Yes, because on of the long Tuesday. Weekend. And you, Tuesday. there's a link you can buy right through our website. And if you are needing a data transfer, we're discounting our service as well, I think, by, I think, $60 or so. But yep. yeah, our, our service as well is discounted. Also, after the long weekend, when Gary and Jesse reopen Tesseract computers, they will have a shelf full of refurbished Windows 10 and 11 laptops, all for under $200. These are basic models, but if that's what you need, then these are awesome. 25 bucks from each of those will go towards CFAX Santa's Anonymous Miracle on Broad Street. Gary's already got the reindeer in the middle of the store with the lights up. <laughs> he loves doing that. Gary's awesome. There's a minion in the back as well. Um, Tesseract is also clearing out a limited number of Lenovo Tiny PCs. These are small computers about the size of two small pizza boxes. They're powered by Intel Core i3 processors, 8 gigs of RAM, new 240 gig SSD. They're just 175 or you can pay 215 and get one with a more powerful Core i5 processor. And again, 25 bucks from each of those goes between Miracle on Broad Street. How do you explain the difference between Core? There's four series of Intel processors. Coke, Pepsi, Intel, AMD, if you think of it that way. And within the Intel world, i3, i5, i7, and for gamers with really deep pockets, i9. Yes, but now I mean now we're noticing like with I mean everything changed when AMD started offering Ryzen. Uh, well the Ryzen Ryzen changed the game forever R Y Z E N that's yeah their name. and yep. so now Intel like now we have uh, i5s that have what is it six eight cores eight cores um, yeah. with uh, with hyperthreading which yeah. in in the old days when you had an i5 processor you did not get hyperthreading with your i5s so the difference basically when I try to explain between i3 and i5 is i3s are really good for doing one thing. Yes. i5s are really good if you want to do multiple things. In other words, if you want to have a bunch of websites open and also be doing your emails, mm-hmm. then they will multi- they, you well, can multitask. You can be watching a video while you're... But that was i5. I mean, that'd be good advice, I think, for i5s of, of yesterday. But yeah. i5s today, with all their core counts and hyper-threading, yeah. they're like, we have gamers coming in and getting i5s because yeah. they're, they're affordable, well, more affordable than i7s. Um, and quite frankly, um, games don't really... There's very like less return on getting an i7, right? For yes. the dollar that you spend. Big jump from i3 to i5. So Huge if your jump, budget yeah. allows, always tell people, i3 is the real budget. If yes. that's what your budget allows, okay, we get it. But if you can afford that, look at that difference in price there. 175 to 215 for the one at Tesseract mm-hmm. to get an i5. You'll notice the difference. Mm-hmm. If time, if you get impatient with your computer, you want to have an i5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah. It, it's it's always good to pay attention to the generation. Like uh, yes. eighth generation started increasing their core counts. You went with an i five that only had four cores. I five eighth gens now have six cores. Yeah, 
big difference. And if you go to a store like Staples or Priority One or Tesseract or Gizmos and tell them what you're going to do, yes. they will tell you, no, no, you don't need that. You're spending money you don't need to. That's, yes. the, that's why we recommend these stores. They will tell you, that, no, that's for the 20-year-old that's going to be doing first-person shooter games. Or you 8K don't need video editing. You know, yeah. yeah, hey, you want that i9. You do want that i9. But yeah. if you're... Yeah. Yeah. Because we do get that question quite often. People say, oh, I don't do anything much. I just sit there and, you know, surf and play Fortnite and uh, edit some videos. And I go, okay, hold on, edit some videos. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I have an iPhone and I shoot family. Okay, okay so now you're shooting 4K video. HDR video. Yes, high dynamic range. So even though that's a simple thing to do yeah. for you, click, click, edit... Behind the scenes, that takes a lot of punch. It that's does where take you... a lot of punch. 4K, 60 frames per second, HDR on your little iPhone. That's a hard yeah. thing to edit. Yeah, so that that's <laughs> where you want that extra RAM. That's where you want that newer generation. So these ones we're talking about here, that's not for you. If that's what you're going to be doing, yep. editing 4K HDR video from your Samsung or your iPhone, that's not for you. These yes. are for people who just want to surf the web, watch YouTube. Do emails, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, talk to Terry. He'll uh, he'll put together a custom build for you, and uh, and he'll build exactly what you need, and not not a not a dollar more. Yes, there we go. Uh, when we come back, uh, some updates on air tags, but also we've got David and Marilyn on the phone lines. Uh, so we'll take a quick break. Back, we're live on Saturday on Remembrance Day. We'd love to have you join us. Star ten seventy on a mobile phone two five zero three eight six one one six one on any phone and ten seventy ten for texts. Nineteen after the hour on Tech Talk and explaining to Francis about Owl Kitty. <laughs> uh, many of you that know that we're gonna educate so Owl Kitty is this fellow that has a big black rescue cat and he is incredibly not the cat, uh, he is uh, incredibly talented digitally, and so he cuts the rescue cat into famous movies. The one that went viral was Titanic. Where all yes. the scenes with the two of them, and he. Oh, he, so, yes. <laughs> so, Francis is this? seeing this for the first time. <laughs> they did Jurassic Park as well. Yes, That's right. It was so good. Yeah. It was so on point. The reason I mentioned it, if you want to bring this one up uh, cold in a second, Brian, Owl Kitty shows us what would happen if Ken of Ken and Barbie had a cat. Since the beginning of time, there have been cats. <laughs> Here is one of those kitties now having the best day every day. She gets to eat from the countertops. She watches birds from the roof. And most importantly, she gets to sleep all day. But Ken only has a great day if Kitty looks at him. Hi, Kitty! Now, okay, you've got to go watch the whole movie. Oh, Don't bother goodness. watching it if you haven't seen Barbie. If you've seen Barbie, you'll immediately... Uh, get it. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, the Barbie intro that I think pretty much the movie starts with. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do such a good job how here. Many, how many million views for uh, that one? Da, da, da. Where, why can I not see Yeah, it? right underneath Owl oh, right Kitty. One million there in 11 days. Yeah. Um, now, I had mentioned earlier uh, that The Legend of Zelda is getting a live-action mm. film from Nintendo and Sony. Some pretty good creds. The director is Wes Ball, director of the Maze Runner film trilogy. The writer uh, is Derek Connolly, who wrote the Jurassic World trilogy. Whoa. And it's going to be produced uh, by Jurassic. Nintendo legend Shigeru Miyamoto 
and Avi Arad, the founder of Marvel's Filmar Marvel Studios. Okay, this could be good. Well, yeah. No, 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 but the Jurassic... We're not saying Jurassic Park. We're saying Jurassic World. I'm sorry. That, sorry, Jurassic World. You, you had me at Maze Runner. Those things were amazing. Yeah, okay. They were I'm, really I'm good. I'm about Jurassic World, so... But <laughs> <laughs> the big one is uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, Nintendo mm. legend. So that's an interesting yeah. uh, Nintendo and Sony. Anyway, links on that is in item number 30. But I was explaining to somebody about Legend of Zelda... And so I went and showed them this, so I thought I would bring it back from the past. Um, item number 40 in the show notes, the Legend of Zelda video that launched the career of dancing violinist Lindsay Sterling and also helped videographer Devin Graham, a.k.a. Devin Supertramp, revolutionize videography with a new generation of tech gear. This is the one that put her on the world stage. Now she's gone on to do world tours. Every gamer knows that tune. Yes. If you watch the video, it's actually filmed in bloody cold weather. She had to smile, even though she was almost getting frostbite <laughs> in, in Colorado. And you'll see that there are some scenes with snow Stunning. because of the timing. Yeah. And Devin Graham is the fellow that figured out how to do cameras on gimbals and make them mirror with drones and all that stuff uh-huh. that we take for granted nowadays. Yes. Yeah. Devin Supertramp revolutionized, particularly not just YouTube, but Hollywood Studios. Peter Jackson saw what he did and invited him down to the Shire, to Hobbiton in New Zealand. No way. And said, do you want to use your technology and recreate the shots that we spent months doing? You have four hours. So was this the start of gimbals as opposed to Steadicams? No, gimbals for like digital cameras, for not for Hollywood cameras, but just for the stuff that we use. Yeah, that was the one. He was the one that figured out how to do it. And Peter Jackson wanted to show his team that there were ways of achieving Mm. what we now take for granted, that they were literally spending months planning these shots. Yeah, And so he he said, the best way is have you come down. Before the park opens, you get four hours. (laughs) <laughs> and they did all this stuff, and it's an amazing, an amazing wow. video. And so, yeah, so now, and every time Devin, as Devin Supertramp, did one of these videos, he would do a making of video. And people said, you're nuts, you're giving away your secrets. He goes, no, no, that's this week's secrets. Now I'll go on to do something else. I'll figure out how to do a rope slide over the Grand Canyon. I'll figure out how to do, how to film water skiing without any skis. And he would just keep inventing, pushing the... Sort of like what Elon Musk did with SpaceX. Hmm. How they've just revolutionized the idea of reusable rockets and all this. And Devin said, no, no, okay. We can't shoot that now. What would it take to shoot that? Okay, guys, let's let's get together and see if we can build that. Hmm. And they jury-rigged things together. And so the stuff that you can go down to London Drugs and buy for $150 now, so you can literally run up and down the stairs and do parkour and get a smooth shot... That's all because of Devin going mm-hmm. back 15 wow. years. Yeah. I did not know this. Yeah, so just huh. watch that video. It's very early on in the days. And see, uh, when it's item 40 in the show notes. Or just search YouTube for Lindsay Sterling Zelda. Yes. And you'll see. And it's, yeah, it's all done with basically this very basic gear before he even got into the more fancy stuff. But it looks like he's got gimbals and everything out in the forest. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. I mean, we used to watch Lindsay Sterling when I was in college and dating Mary. And uh, yeah, we loved, we loved watching her. Yeah. 
By the way, there's a really nice picture uh, of Francis with Mary and the kids uh, in the show notes up next to, we would call it the mugshot, but it's way better than the mugshot. <laughs> that's, that's on your property up in Cobble Hill? No, no, that was at our church. And uh, no, it was just after Mass, and we, um, we had a friend take it. Oh, that's it why and, you're wearing a tie. Yeah, yeah. I usually <laughs> don't wear a tie, but for, for church, I'll wear a tie. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, that's really nice with the four kids. Thank you for sending that picture down. Oh, yeah, no worries. They make me look better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the phone lines and David. Hi, David. Welcome to Tech Talk. Oh, hi, guys. Um, quick question. Um, I have an Epson EcoTank 2850. Awesome. Um, and it's t- uh, It is, and it's two years old, and it no longer will print in color. And I heard you talking to Gary Byer a couple of weeks ago, and he said he was having the same problem, but he's retiring his... Anyway, yeah, there's I, a way to I, fix I, that. Got... It's a hidden setting, David, called power cleaning, not head cleaning, but power cleaning. Okay. And what you basically do is you hold down. Mm, I'm going to check. Oh, you're going to do it on the device itself? Yeah, on the device itself, you yeah. hold down the question mark and the power for five seconds. Question and you'll hear mark. it go click, and oh. it'll say power cleaning. On the newer okay. model, on the newer models, it actually shows up under maintenance below head cleaning. Okay. Yeah, so on a Mac, it will be, I double-checked here, so you're in system preferences, go printers and scanners, uh, uh, for the de- specific device, go options and supplies, utility, open printer utility, and then you'll find power cleaning in there. Okay, so, so it you might go, be easier so you've to got use a Mac, the shortcut. David? I have a yes. Mac. Okay, yeah. so let's go through this again. This is a special thing for Mac, so... Um, and it, so I have seen it not show up on a Mac, and I've had to remove and re-add the device and remove, fully remove and re-add the drivers for the device. It would be way easier just to hold those two buttons. Yes, the question mark, the question mark and the power button together, up. David. And if that doesn't okay. show up, I'll, we'll leave you on hold while you do that. And then if that doesn't, I'll double-check to make sure that I'm, that I'm correct. The reason, uh, Francis, that they hid the power cleaning is there isn't really a cleaning tool in a printer. Mm. So what it does is it just squirts some ink through at triple the velocity of the regular ink with with the head lifted off. So like through, and then a brush wipes off what came through, and that tends to clear the clog. Oh, interesting. And why would clogs form? Is it because they're not being used as much or something like that? Yeah, Yeah, it's alcohol-based, so it dries out. Now, in the case of the power cleaning on an EcoTank, it does that about 10 times in a row. So it takes all the ink in the hoses going from the tank to the heads and squirts that through, and it's all wiped off and put into the little um, maintenance box, which is the sponge down in the corner. Oh, interesting. So it's not something you want to do a lot because you are using a fair amount of ink. Cartridges, that would be the equivalent of a set of cartridges, but because it's bottles. (laughs) So $200 later. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's bottles of ink, eh, you'll see it go down a little bit, but not much. And even if it does use a whole lot, it's okay. You can buy it for 20 bucks. Yeah, exactly. There you go. (laughs) Okay, uh, that one there. So a bunch of text here that I'm going through. Uh, in the show notes, the Owl Kitty link was the Zelda one. Thank you to the four people that texted. I have fixed that. Mm-hmm. There we go. Um, dum, 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 dum. I have a 2020 iPhone SE. Somehow when I phone someone, it comes up with another person's name on their cell phone. Okay, so we need to check the contacts. Most often when the wrong person's name is coming up on somebody else's cell phone, it's on their end. They've put the other person, they've put your number into the contact for another person. I've checked this and sometimes we go through the entire phone and we realize, okay, it's only happening on one person's phone. Okay. Um, So I'm going to check back with you, Judy, on that one there. 
Okay, um, took, 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 and got a couple emails here about getting off. Shaw, Gary says, we're finally getting to the point where we can use our phone data to run our home internet. No more need for home internet. Yeah, the, oh, we're yeah. getting there. If you have those big data plans. I don't know, but Starlink is just revving up. And as soon as, as, soon as Starlink lowers their prices, I mean, everybody's going to be on Starlink. And they'll be even cheaper. So Yes. And, and, and cell, tower, cell, cell towers will not be able to compete with Starlink, I don't think. The latency is is the big question. Even though the internet speed is awesome, there is a, there is that little delay. But lasers, they're introducing lasers. Yeah, when oh. we get there, yeah, we're coming. Yeah. <laughs> we're going all over the place here. Okay, we'll check with David, see if that solved his problem. Back with more on Tech Talk after this. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Along with Francis Baklinski from Priority One Computers, celebrating their 30th anniversary, and Brian Pavlicic, our technical producer and more. We've been talking about migrating off Shaw email here, and this from a person whose number ends in 9970. I'm one of those people that still have Shaw. Like my landline, it's hard to let go. Is this why so many of my regular emails are ending up in junk? How long does it take to have someone help me? I have a Gmail already set up, but haven't notified my contacts yet. Yeah, you're largely, yeah, and that is part of the problem. The filtering uh, that Shaw slash Zimbra does is pretty well non-existent. <laughs> and when it does filter, it tends to filter incorrectly. Yeah, And they, sometimes, the biggest problem lately I've been finding, sometimes you just don't get emails from your sister anymore, and they're not blocked, and there's nothing there. It just goes, huh? Does hmm. it, was, is there a problem sending the emails as well there? Is it they're getting flagged as spam? No. Or it's only incoming? Yeah, but is, sometimes, yeah. yeah, I found it both ways, and Rogers is basically saying, I mean, if you call Rogers Customer Care, uh, they will basically saying, well, if email's that important to you, why aren't you using another provider? I was literally there <laughs> on the phone doing the chat with the lady, when I, I went, whoa, that's interesting. Um, so if you've already got a Gmail already set up, um, this is just a suggestion. Uh, this is my little soapbox. Gmail is Google run by Alphabet. So when you use that, you are giving Google and their partners permission to read your emails mm-hmm. and sell the contents. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome service. Technically, it's superb, right? Yes, absolutely. Security it, yep. first class. Well, yeah. Yeah, I, have a, I have a Google point we'll get on to. But. Okay, but Google, they've got two-factor authentication mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. It's really good. But understand, you are not Google's client. You are Microsoft's client. You are Apple's client. You are Priority One's client. You are Google's inventory. They make their money for the Alphabet shareholders by selling your information, and you click on I agree. If you click on I do not agree, it says, oh, and you can't use this product. Let's remember, mm-hmm. when it's free, you are the product. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Microsoft makes Outlook.com free. They're hoping you're going to need more space and have to spend some money, but they mm. give you five gigs for free. I'm still wary. Yeah. <laughs> but, but they do. They make that for free because they want you to be using Microsoft 365 yes. and Word and Excel and to buy a Windows computer. So that's why they do that. Apple does the same. They give you five gigs for free on iCloud. And, and free is not bad. Like Gmail is a great service. Yeah. And, and if you're coming, say, from no email at all and you're, you're still using uh, paper mail to send mail and stuff and, and yeah. communicate with people... Yeah. Gmail free email is, a, is amazing. It's an amazing service, yeah. and everybody needs it. Uh, but, but if you are coming from Shaw, well, there's some good options out there that don't uh, take all your data and privacy and sell it. Yeah, and so Outlook, iCloud, iCloud is great, but it doesn't work well on non-Apple devices. Yes, exactly. So if anywhere in your life, at work, sister's place, <laughs> wherever, if you're going to be using a non-Apple device, don't want to use iCloud email because it'll just get you frustrated, and then yep. you'll be calling us. So that's why we say Outlook 
com there. We can help you with that. I will text you back, and Brian or Francis and I, we can help you do that migration. You've already done that. But before you use that Gmail, I would keep that Gmail for emergencies, and I would suggest setting up an Outlook. Dot com account. That, that's yeah, just, for lots of stuff, you'll need a Gmail for YouTube anyway and stuff. So keep it for that yes. stuff <laughs> that you're going to need. But Yes. Uh, yeah. A couple things here. A Windsor man recently used an Apple AirTag to track down and get back his stolen car. I put a link into the show notes in that item number 20. But it prompted me to put a tip in. If you're going to hide an AirTag in your vehicle to help you find it, do not put it in the glove box or console between the seats. Thieves know to check there. Okay, so where do you put it? Hide it somewhere else, like inside the thing in the back of the vehicle that opens the little the little door you open to get at the wrench or the, oh, the, yeah. the jack somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah somewhere I, out, out of sight there. Now, if your vehicle's a really expensive one or very rare, you could also put a decoy air tag in the glove box. Find one that doesn't work anymore. Can you buy those? No, decoy air tags? You find one that doesn't work. Or you've, no, you can. You can actually, I think, you know, I've never checked on Amazon. Can I'm you buy? Look. <laughs> can you? But the thieves would know it's a decoy. So that's, that's the thing. So yeah, I've, I know a couple people that have antique cars, and so they've done that. Uh, so huh. not here because it's hard to get off the island, but no, on the main. Anyway, if you want a device tracker that's louder than an air tag, or if you want one that you can slip into your wallet, or if you have Android phone, Eufy, we talked about this a few weeks ago, but several people asked. Eufy, E-U-F-Y, has released new Find My compatible trackers. I put a picture of the two. The reason that people might want them, aside from the double volume, is that they work on Android phones. You just use the Eufy app, but it can also be found by somebody with an, with an iPhone. So if you have an Android phone, you can use the Eufy, and then if you lose it, when you mark it as lost, anybody with an iPhone can, in effect, help you find it. Brilliant. That's their, awesome. Their wallet one is really good. I'll show it to Francis. He hasn't seen it. The wallet one doesn't have the big, thick bulge that the Apple uh, iPhone uh, one does, because uh, i got little holders for them. All right, Francis, that's the that's the Eufy one. Hey, that's pretty nice. About the thickness of t- of two credit cards, and I will I will trigger the sound. So it's got a it's got a different sound, and so it's just attached to my to my Find My. So I'll go find my devices wallet and play sound. Hmm. Yeah, sounds like a casino, a slot machine, something like that. <laughs> but it, but it's really good. Yeah, and the battery um, life is as good as AirTake. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty good. That's great. Um, the Smart Track card is forty dollars, um, and the one, the actual Smart Track Link, which avoids you having to buy a case for it because it's got a hole to put on your key ring, it's thirty bucks. The, they'll be on our Christmas um, gift suggested ideas, but they're there in the link to buy them. Don't get paid any money from the link. It's just there so you know because people ask. Item number twenty-one, and that's a good brand too. Eufy is a good brand. They make really good security cameras. Yeah, uh, Ricky at London Drugs was sending it off to their buyers to see if that's something that they would carry at London Drugs in time for Christmas, so stay tuned on that one there. Chipmaker Qualcomm is pulling the plug on its satellite-to-phone partnership with um, Iridium because it couldn't get any manufacturers to agree to build the service into their phones. Apple's already got it in their partnership. Uh, Samsung's talking about it coming. Google's talking about it coming. Qualcomm, which is sort of like Intel, AMD, Qualcomm, the third one, they thought they had a really good thing, so they made this deal with Iridium and then went out to phone companies and said, hey, Samsung, want to build this into your phones? And they said, no, we're working on our own, thanks. Hmm. But glad you spent $47 billion or whatever doing it, but good for you. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> they've said, okay, there's that one there. 
Um, the other one I want to mention is this is this is we talk about the future, and now the future has arrived. Elon Musk's groundbreaking Neuralink company is looking for human candidates to have a chip implanted in their brain. The FDA has given them approval to go to proceed from animal tests to human tests. Right, that was what you wanted for Christmas, right? It's crazy. Your brain. I have a USB port tattooed on my head for this <laughs> well, reason. <laughs> well, you know, we joke about it, but and they've said very specifically, the ideal candidate is somebody under 40 who is a paraplegic or ideally quadriplegic. Hmm. This would give them back their mobility. Potent, potentially. 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 Right. They've done it in animals. Like it's because it's controlling an exosuit for them or controlling a cursor for them or whatever. Yeah, this is actually going to fix the part that's missing when the spinal cord got damaged. This is going to basically rewire around and tell the brain to send the command another way. And now you can walk. And we know this works because they tested it with uh, something, an animal. Yeah, Yeah, a pig. Was it a pig or something? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought this was just to interface with a computer so that you could then, it's like when you relearn how to control a cursor with your brain or something. Yeah. It's not that, you're, you mean it's actually, you're there doing neurosurgery, like, yeah. with it. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah, <laughs> I this didn't is, that's where they were. This is a really big deal. So, if you know somebody who's paraplegic or quadriplegic, at least you can tell them about this to give them some hope. This is the mm-hmm. um, Christopher Reeve Superman. You know, this is what he put all that money into before he died, you know, saying that after his horse riding accident. So, this is it. This is the start. Who knows where it's going to go? But, you know, we need baby steps here on that one there. Okay, quick break. Back with more. If you're with us on Saturday morning live, the phone lines are open, 250-386-1161 on any line or star 1070 on a mobile phone in Canada. 16 before the hour on Tech Talk for Remembrance Day long weekend. A couple travel-related things here. A text from Persons Ends in 6210. Previous shows, you mentioned a Wi-Fi program might have been Orleo. Could you send the correct name of it? Yes, it's Aerolo, A-I-R-A-L-O. It's an app you download for free, and then you buy access to the country or region or world that you want to use. And there's a text here. Hi, Alan, it's Mark. Thank you for all your guidance with Aerolo. We just got back from Portugal and Morocco, and it worked like a charm. Thank you so much. Yes, that's what we want to hear, Francis. Mm, That's that's a really cool one. So that's Aerolo, A-I-R-A-L-O. If you go to the travel tech tips section of our show notes, there are instructions on how to use it there, the ins and outs, and all that. And also a really, uh, I thought, useful text that just came in from Sherry. I'm going to get S-I-R-I to read it out loud to you. Hi, Alan. Thought I'd let you know that, Tom. And I used the MPC app going through Seattle Airport this morning. And I think we were the only ones in that line. It worked perfectly and saved so much time. Even though we did have a five-hour layover, haha. A good note, though, is that both of us did it on my phone. And the security agent was thrilled because it doesn't work so well when each person uses their own phone. Just a note. That's really good. So that's the MPC app stands for Mobile Passport Control. It's from U.S. Customs and Border Protection, and it's Canadians and Americans can use it. Now, she mentioned jokingly they had a five-hour layover in Seattle, but if you had a five-hour layover but your plane is late and now you got 45 minutes and you get off the plane and you go, oh, God, uh, there's this big lineup, then you can bypass it. And the good news is I checked on the app after Sherry texted, MPC now also works in Vancouver. 
So if you are being pre-cleared for your flight to Denver or Orlando or whatever, you can now use the MPC app to not go into the big lineup and go into the little lineup over there. Wow. Just look for the signs that says mobile passport control, Nexus, global entry, air crew diplomat. And it's free? It's free. Wow. And you have to give, obviously, now, you have to give personal is, information yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, to you basically up. put your passport information in and you answer all the questions you would ask at the screening officer. And then when you walk up, beep, it reads the barcode and goes, bye. Okay. It's awesome if you're tight. If you're sweating it on a tight connection, mm-hmm. then it's a really awesome app for doing that. Sherry, thank you. Thank you for letting us know about that. We were talking about, of course, uh, Remembrance Day and uh, the fact that it is Veterans Day in the USA. Emma, our international student from Germany, I was asking her, because she was talking about the poppy and everything, so you're probably wearing that. I had to look it up. Uh, it, oh, I'm probably going to botch this. Gary and Emma, don't hit me. Volkstrauertag, Germany's National Day of Mourning, is a commemoration day that takes place two Sundays before the first day of Advent. So this year it'll be next Sunday, the 19th. It's a day for Germans to remember and honor the victims of all nations who died in armed conflicts, including those who were victims of violent oppression. Um, the ceremony takes place at a classical building on the famous central Berlin street of Unter der Linden, which is now at the heart of the annual day of mourning. Unlike Remembrance Day here in Canada, which elicits a united sense of national pride in military service and respect for sacrifices of those who fought in the wars, Germany's commemoration is obviously more cautious and complex because military service in 20th century Germany is associated with profound shame focused uh, above all on the victims of Nazi military aggression and the Holocaust. Mm. So I had to learn that up. It's interesting having somebody from a different country there learning all the new traditions. Right, 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 right. So thank you for your service to those of you uh, who have served and in many cases still are serving today. We owe you quite literally everything. Well said. I couldn't have said it better myself, yes. Okay, uh, quick break. Uh, oh, here, question. No, I'll do this one first because I can put Francis on the spot and he can say I don't know if he doesn't. From Alistair. I have an HP X360 laptop with an i5-7200 processor, 8 gigs of RAM, 256 gig SSD. Can I upgrade to Windows 11 and what is the cost? We'll come back with the answer for that after a break. As we continue on tech talk, so Alistair's question, HP X360 laptop, it's got an i5-7200 processor, so that's a 7th gen processor, so mm. we're 3 years old, so it would qualify for Windows uh, 11, you just can't do it, there isn't going to be an update button. Right. Yeah, it has to be so done the, as a clean install. So I think, I, think, I think officially it's not supported, but you can get around it, and you can install Windows 11. So it's definitely, and it's definitely a nice machine. It's a great laptop. There's no reason to, to recycle it uh, or, uh, worse, put it in a landfill. Um, it's uh, great, great processing power, great, you know, good, it has a uh, solid-state drive in there, so that's great. So to his question, can I upgrade to Windows 11, and what is the cost? So to have you guys uh, do it as a clean install and make sure his data is all in the cloud so it appears magically on the new yeah, version? Yeah, so there's two, there's two ways to go about it. There's like the the quick and dirty job, which is just an upgrade, and you hope your data, you know, we'll back up your data first, but it would just be a, an upgrade, you know, that's like $129 or around that area. We now, didn't recommend that because no. you get better performance if you do a clean install. Correct, yeah. If you do a, fr- where you save all your data first, and then you either put in a new solid state drive or just use the existing one that you have if it's big enough, um, and we do a fresh install of Windows 11 uh, or Windows 10. I'm um, guessing if, if it's uh, X360, it's probably got a traditional drive. It was probably near the end of a traditional drive. Really? 
really a mechanical drive? I wouldn't guessing. A seventh oh. gen? Mine may, may be wrong. It seems, I think it's a higher-end laptop. Yeah. So I, I'm just guessing. It, if it is a mechanical drive, you definitely want a solid-state drive Because they're not expensive, and they're such yeah. a huge difference. We're talking in, in 60 to $90, there. depending on the size. Yes. Um, but yeah, anyways, cost-wise, you know, 199 or thereabouts. Um, well, usually in the $200 to $300 range, uh, depending on what configurations you got going on and, and what's up. But uh, yeah, no, definitely worth it. Uh, we were talking about the emergency test, which I corrected, thanks to you, that it's Wednesday, 1.55. Annette says, FYI, it happens the second Wednesday of May and the second Wednesday of November every year. I have calendar reminders to put my phone on Do Not Disturb for 10 minutes on these days for the next couple of years. I still get the screen notification, just not the blaring sound. That's a really good suggestion there. So, yeah, so I did not know that. Annette, thank you. You guys, I'll keep, I'll keep us on, on tops of things here. Okay, a couple of other things that we didn't get to there. We talk a lot on Tech Talk about how useful Apple's digital assistant Siri can be, especially now that with iOS and iPadOS 17, you don't need to say, hey, you can just say her name. If you have an iPhone or an iPad, Wesley Hilliard at AppleInsider.com has written a great article on how Siri works and how to get the most out of her myriad of capabilities. I linked it into the show notes. P.S. Try asking her several times, are you a man or a woman? Or... What's your gender? <laughs> Siri, are you a man or a woman? I am genderless, like cacti and certain species of fish. That's one of about eight cool. different, <laughs> different <laughs> answers there. Uh, oh, Taylor Swift has been named Apple Music's 2023 Artist of the Year, setting record-breaking milestones, receiving the prestigious Apple Music Award. Hmm. Have you, did you see the movie, the Eras Concert Tour? No, I did not. We saw it on the last night that it was showing at Silver City. It was amazing. We took took Emma there. Huh. There were people dancing. They'd come in and say, Jason came in and said, hey, come on down to the front and dance if you want. Dance in the aisles. <laughs> Keep your phones. Take pictures, selfies, whatever. It was way better than trying to spend the money to get a ticket. I don't know anybody that didn't get a ticket. I, I love Taylor. Ever since Love Story back in the 2010. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got to go. Thank you for coming down from Cobble Hill. We're going to end off with, with something a little special here before you go, but thanks for coming down. Happy 30th anniversary to you and Richard and Barb and Peter. Yeah, thank you for having us. John McRae's In Flanders Fields remains to this day one of the most memorable war poems ever written. It's a lasting legacy of the terrible battle which took place in the Eeps area of Belgium in the spring of 1915. Here's the story of how that poem came to be. Although he'd been a doctor for years and had served in the South African War, Major John McRae found it impossible to get used to the suffering, the screams, and the blood on the front lines. As a surgeon attached to the 1st Field Artillery Brigade, Major McRae, who joined the McGill faculty in 1900 after graduating from the University of Toronto, had spent a grueling 17 days treating injured Canadian, British, Indian, French, and German men in the Eeps area of Belgium. McRae later wrote of it, I wish I could embody on paper some of the varied sensations of that 17 days of hates. At the end of the first day, if anyone had told us we had to spend 17 days there, we would have folded our hands and set, and said it could not have been done. One death particularly affected McRae. A young friend and former student, Lieutenant Alexis Helmer of Ottawa, was killed by a shell burst. And in the absence of the chaplain, McRae performed the funeral ceremony as Lieutenant Helmer was laid to rest hours later in the little cemetery outside McRae's wound dressing station. The next day, sitting on the back of an ambulance parked nearby, McRae ventant in anguish by composing a poem. The major was no stranger to writing, 
having authored several medical texts beside dabbling in poetry. In nearby ditches lining the cemetery and beyond, McRae could see the numerous wild red poppies that had sprung up. He spent 20 minutes of precious rest time scribbling 15 lines of verse in his notebook. A young soldier watched him write it. Cyril Allison, a 22-year-old sergeant major, was delivering mail that day when he spotted McRae. The major looked up as Allison approached, then went on writing while the sergeant major stood there quietly. His face was very tired, but calm as he wrote. Allison recalled he looked around from time to time, his eyes straying to Helmer's grave. When McRae finished writing five minutes later, he took his mail from Allenson and without saying a word, handed his pad to the young NCO. Allenson was moved by what he read. He later recalled that the poem was an exact description of the scene in front of us both. The poppies were being blown that morning by a gentle east wind. It never occurred to me at the time that it would ever be published. It just seemed to me an exact description of the scene. In fact, it was very nearly not published. Dissatisfied with it, McCray tossed the poem away, but a fellow officer retrieved it and sent it to newspapers in England. The Spectator in London rejected it, but widely read Punch magazine published it on December 8, 1915. It touched a chord throughout England, and within weeks was reprinted in magazines through the Allied world. John McRae was promoted to Lieutenant Colonel and died three years later in January of 1918. But his words live on and have been shared with generation after generation as we pay our respects to those who put their lives on the line so that we may enjoy the freedoms we have today. So now that you know that, in Flanders' fields, the poppies blow. Between the crosses, row on row, that mark our place. And in the sky, the larks, still bravely singing, fly, scarce heard amid the guns below. We are the dead. Short days ago, we lived, felt dawn, saw sunset glow, loved and were loved, and now we lie in Flanders' fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe. To you, from failing hands, we throw the torch. Be yours to hold it high. If ye break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep, though poppies grow in Flanders' fields. They shall grow not old, as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun and in the morning, we we shall shall remember remember them. them. Lest we forget. And so it goes. 